Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. If you've done much uh, sports betting, you've probably heard someone use the phrase, a good sweat, when describing one of their wagers. It may mean different things to different people, but to me, it refers to a bet that perhaps had lots of twists and turns, uh, put you on an emotional roller coaster, so to speak, and ultimately was not decided until the latter stages of the contest. Professional golf is gaining popularity in the betting markets, but it's still you know, kind of like a minnow in the ocean uh, when you compare it to the NFL, the NBA, and even Major League Baseball. In some other sports... Um, you know, they are, that are kind of similar to golf in terms of, uh, maybe not in terms of interest, but that fall kind of in that next echelon, soccer and tennis. These sports are hugely bet in most parts, many parts of the world, most parts of the world generate significant uh, betting handles. Meanwhile, golf, you know, it remains uh, at least somewhat of a niche betting market, uh, but this week, uh, as you probably know, the sport takes center stage uh, in the eyes of many bettors as the year's first major golf tournament, the Masters, tees off Thursday, April 7th at Augusta National Golf Club there on the border of Georgia and South Carolina. Hello again, everyone. I'm Paul Stone, and this is episode 46 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Uh, today, or this week's podcast, titled... There's no mulligans at the betting window. You know, let's kind of go back to my lead about uh, golf betting providing a good sweat. You know, those of you who bet golf regularly know exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you who might get even perhaps started this week uh, will probably find out sooner rather than later. You know, I almost, first of all, exclusively, personally, I almost exclusively bet full tournament matchups uh, which can turn out to be a four-day, you know, back-and-forth, 72-hole nail-biter. You know, one second you can be counting your money, uh, the next you can be aghast, you know, wondering aloud, how the heck did he triple the par five? And that's certainly uh, the PG-13 version. I'm going to briefly uh, touch on some of the markets available uh, to bet in golf uh, here a little bit later on. Note that I said some, uh, not all. Uh, near the end of the uh, podcast, I'm going to give out several betting recommendations, a couple as a matter of fact, for uh, this week's Masters. First of all, when you talk about some of the markets available uh, out there to bet on golf, some sports books are extremely creative in their golf betting offerings. 
you know, first of all, you know, we'll start with one of the most common uh, ways to bet PGA Tour golf, which is available in many other sports as well. Sports like tennis and car racing come to mind right off the top of my head. But one of the most common ways to bet PGA Tour golf is by betting on the outright winner, uh, attempting to select the event's outright outright winner uh, with the participants priced at various odds. You know, the top betting choice in a golf tournament uh, any week might be priced at 8-1 to one or, or 10-1 to one or something in that range, while the long shots, many will exceed or be around 100-1 to one, uh, and even 200-1 to one in some cases uh, at some books. But important to note, the house's theoretical hole percentage is relatively high in these types of futures uh, pools, uh, which is one, you know, why I don't bet them every week, and two, when I do, it's for a cheese pizza or ham sandwich. You know, I'm going to save the filet mignon or the surf and turf for tournament matchups uh, where the whole percentages are much lower and, quite frankly, fair or more favorable for the better. One thing to keep in mind, and please hear this if you don't hear anything else, if you're on the treadmill or not really paying much attention. One thing to keep in mind is that odds on betting golf can vary wildly, especially when it comes to outrights, and especially when it comes to long shots where the odds are obviously longer. In preparation for this podcast earlier today, about an hour ago, and I'm recording right now, it looks like it's uh, almost 7.30 p.m. Central on Tuesday, April 5th, but in preparation for this podcast, I examined the outright odds of three relative long shots in the field for this week's Masters at five different sports books, with three of those being located in Las Vegas. The players I looked at, Jason Kokrak, Francesco Molinari, and Lee Westwood. At the five books, first of all, Kokrak, he ranged from 115 to 1 to 200 to 1. Molinari, from 125 to 1 to 275 to 1. And Westwood, from 125 to 1 to, drumroll please, 355 to 1. A lot of difference there, guys and gals. So let's say, first of all, you bet $100 on Westwood with his lovely wife uh, on the bag. Uh, hopefully you understand golf lingo and uh, know that that means she's carrying his, uh, his golf clubs and serving as his caddy. But let's say you bet Westwood at the least favorable of those five books at 125 to 1, and he wins the tournament. You're going to clear $12,500. But if you bet that same $100 on Westwood at 355 to 1 at Circa, you clear almost three times as much money, $35,500. $23,000 more than at the least favorable odds. You know, folks, this underscores the absolute critical necessity to shop around and only take the best odds or the best price. It's easier to do that if you have apps because you physically don't have to go to the location. So if you're able to, uh, from a financial standpoint and, and any other factors or considerations, get apps. Uh, they're, they're invaluable. They're, they're, 
time savers, they're money savers. They can uh, be the difference between, uh, quite frankly, winning and losing uh, over any period of time, even the long term. Again, as I mentioned, the 355 to 1 uh, was available on Lee Westwood at the Circa. And in fact, uh, the most favorable odds in all three examples were found at the Circa uh, in downtown Las Vegas, which is probably not a surprise to many of you who bet golf or other sports for that matter. The Circa is uh, very good on their prices there. Uh, but that's not the only place, you know, to kind of sidetrack a little bit. Um, you know, there's a lot of other good places in Vegas. You know, the, the Westgate Superbook, uh, located about a mile east of the Strip, uh, it offers up a great overall atmosphere for sports betting. Uh, still love to go there. Has an incredible viewing experience. Uh, that's just top line. And then a, kind of a jewel, a hidden jewel that I think some regular visitors to Vegas have maybe never even been to. Maybe they don't even know it's there. Uh, but about four or five miles south of the southern end of the Strip, the uh, South Point Hotel and Casino. Uh, away from the hustle and bustle of the Strip, a little bit quieter. Uh, you go to the sports book there, you've got a, a nice blend of locals and tourists uh, in the book there. And, and you can't forget the dollar twenty-five, and maybe it's a dollar fifty now. I'm not sure if the hot dogs went up or not. I don't want to get in trouble for misquoting the price but either a dollar 25 or a dollar 50 for those hot dogs they make them your way limit three per customer you know they they soak the hot dogs in budweiser you know what else would you do uh, and what a deal whether it is a dollar 25 or a dollar 50 great price either way and who said there's not any deals left in vegas but back to uh back to betting golf and just the uh Different markets available with the Masters kind of, again, taking center stage this week in the sports world. So other than outrights in tournament and round-by-round matchups, which pit individual players against one another, um, you know, what are some of the other betting opportunities available uh, in the, uh, the marketplace? I'm going to touch on some of those other betting options uh, that are available at various sports books across the U.S. And, and I'm going to tell you, and I think I've already said this, I'm just scratching the surface. This is nowhere near to a comprehensive list of options, um, but I just want to go over a few of the more common ones that are maybe not available at all books, but are certainly available at some books. Uh, you can bet on a player, first of all, be very common in a lot of books this week in a major golf tournament. Not every week in all PGA golf tournaments, but in a major tournament, you will have the opportunity quite often at many places to bet on individual players to make or miss the 36-hole cut. Uh, in the Masters, again, that's the top 50 in ties. Uh, used to be that anybody within 10 shots of the leader after 36 holes uh, even if that player was outside the top 50 in ties, used to be that that player also made the cut if he was within 10 strokes. Uh, but they changed that two or three years back, it seems like. Uh, so that's no longer the case. The top 50 in ties will make the cut this week at the Masters. Um, you know, at least over half for sure, over half obviously of the 90 or 91 player field is going to make the cut because the top 50 in ties make the cut. And that number is perhaps going to be even closer to two-thirds of the starting field uh, that are going to advance to Saturday and Sundays 
third and fourth rounds. So keep that in mind, again, if you're betting players to either make or miss the cut. You can also bet on the first-round leader, uh, golfers to finish in the top five, golfers to finish in the top ten, golfers to finish in the top 20. Uh, You can bet on what the cut score will be after 36 holes. What will the winning score be uh, for the 72-hole event? Uh, You can bet on the uh, nationality of the winner. You can bet top American. You can bet the top European golfer. Uh, Just a number of uh, interesting betting options available like those. Uh, At DraftKings, uh, which obviously if you have access to a DraftKings or familiar uh, with um, their many, many offerings and their creativity. They even have props on whether an individual player will make a hole-in-one in the tournament or more likely make an eagle during the Masters. Um, I think it would be – I'd be remiss uh, with it looking like, at least as of, again, uh, 7.30 p.m. Central on Tuesday – April 5th, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Tiger Woods. Uh, At this moment, it looks like Tiger Woods is going to play in the Masters. There's certainly still a chance that he won't. I think he indicated he's going to play nine more holes tomorrow on Wednesday before making his final absolute decision. But my gut feeling is I'd give it a 70% chance anyway that Tiger Woods is going to play almost miraculously in this year's Masters. Uh, You've probably heard if you follow golf very closely – or if you follow sports very closely, you've probably heard all the glowing reports uh, of his practice rounds and his ball striking and just his overall demeanor and and what other players have seen this week at Augusta. I'm seeing right now there's not a whole lot of available betting options uh, involving Tiger Woods at this point. I am seeing an available tournament matchup, full tournament matchup, uh, listing Patrick Reed minus 185 over Tiger Woods. Also seeing Tony Finau minus 145 over Tiger in a first-round matchup. Uh, Neither Reed or Finau are in solid current form, uh, and that's much of why they're they're matched against Tiger uh, in in those matchups. If Tiger does indeed, uh, as expected, announce tomorrow on Wednesday, April 6th, that he is indeed playing, uh, I would expect at least that more betting options involving Woods are going to be available at different uh, books throughout the country. As always, you need to be selective, uh, but my general approach would be to bet against Tiger uh, in these these, uh, different matchups and different betting opportunities that might be available. I'm not an eternal pessimist, but uh, I've been at this a, a long time. And, you know, he, he's less than, than 14 months removed from a major car wreck that could have claimed his leg, actually. And this isn't, you know, this isn't a movie script. You know, this is a professional golf tournament. He's competing against the best players on the planet on a stern test of skills. Uh, and it's going to be a tall task for anyone, including Tiger Woods. With that said... Uh, If anybody could pull it off, it would be Tiger. Uh, There's no question about it. But I think the value, the betting value is going to be in fading Tiger. Uh, If you see some good opportunities, some good prices, that would be my opinion and my recommendation. You know, what I've seen available to this point, I couldn't take Reed at minus 185 for the tournament 
uh, based on the way he's been playing recently. I think I might sprinkle a little on Finau at, at minus 145 over Tiger in the first round. So that's going to be interesting. It's just going to add so much to the tournament. Ratings will probably go through the roof if Tiger indeed is playing. So that's going to be it's going to be really interesting to uh, to see if that comes to fruition, like many of us are expecting. A few notes on uh, the Masters, kind of give you an idea uh, in your handicap and just in your preparation uh, for the Masters. It has not been an event where first time participants have had great success in fact the last first time entrant to win the masters was more than 40 years ago back in 1979 when fuzzy zeller won the masters a player if you're going to win you're probably going to be inside uh, the world's top 30 uh, on the official world golf rankings Uh, the last time a player outside the top 30 uh, won the Masters was back in 2009. Uh, that's going to be Angel Cabrera, uh, who won the Masters in 2009. He was outside the world's top 30. But the last, <clears throat> I guess it would be the last 12 Masters, the winner of the event event each and every year has been inside the top 30 on the OWGR, or the official World Golf Rankings. few players outside the, the top 30 right now <clears throat> who won't be wearing the green jacket this year if that holds true again this year. Uh, they're just outside the top 30. Guys like Corey Connors, Shane Lowry, and Mark Leachman, uh, Leachman just outside the uh, top 30 right now. I'm going to be participating uh, here in about another hour in a Masters draft with a bunch of guys out in Vegas, many of whom you would you would know. I think there's 11 of us. We're going to each draft seven players. Uh, I've pretty much been dead money. I think I've been in the uh, – I was uh, in three of the majors last year. I participated in the contest, and they, they keep asking me back because I just – I contribute to the pot, and, and the winner gets more if I'm in the tournament. But it's a lot of fun, so I'm going to be after I get through with the podcast and get the – get it all taken care of, um, I will be uh, preparing for and then uh, participating in the Masters Draft, uh, which is taking place, uh, I think, out at Oasis Bar out in Las Vegas, which is a locals bar there. A lot of sports bettors hang out there if you've never been to Oasis. But I'm going to be participating uh, by telephone with the assistance of my good buddy, in the ultra sharp, the super sharp Vegas Chris, uh, who many of you are familiar with. I want to talk first of all before I go to my uh, tournament matchups, and then we're going to close it down. Uh, my shameless plug for the week uh, with college basketball now over and college football uh, a few months in the rearview mirror. Uh, right now, golf is pretty much it for me. Uh, my Masters weekend pass, going to give you all my tournament. And round-by-round selections as well. Uh, Going to release at least eight tournament matchups. Last year in the, uh, the uh, Masters, my tournament selections, tournament matchup selections, there were seven of them, went five, one, and one. Uh, you can uh, purchase my Masters weekend pass for just $39. Uh, if interested, that's available at paulstonesports.org. 
Again, that's all my selections, both tournament matchups and round-by-round matchups for just $39 at paulstonesports.org. Or if you want my complete PGA Tour season, uh, which uh, spans all the way through the end of August, through the Tour Championship in late August, you can get my PGA season package from this point on, starting with the Masters, for just $179. Again, that's paulstonesports.org. If interested in either my Masters Pass or my PGA Tour season package, uh, college football going to be here before you know it, and I'll be releasing some college football package details uh, certainly by the 1st of May. Uh, If interested, you can email me through my website, again, paulstonesports.org, or you can just email me directly. Uh, paulstonesports at gmail.com that's paulstonesports at gmail.com now I'm going to go in just a couple of tournament matchups and we're going to wrap this baby up uh, try to keep them uh, short and sweet going to look at a uh, matchup first of all involving last year's runner up uh, from Plano, Texas outside of Dallas I played golf at Wake Forest I'm going to take, I'm not going to go into great detail, but uh, Will Zalatoris finished second uh, as a debutante last year in the Masters, back for his second go-around at Augusta. He's only minus 118 against Louis Oosthuizen, and uh, I think uh, Zalatoris is value at that price. Trying to find, go through my notes here and find the price that I made. Zalatoris over Oosthuizen. I actually made, you know, pretty close. I made Zalatoris a, a minus one and a quarter favorite over Oosthuizen. But I would recommend, as my first tournament matchup, Will Zalatoris minus 118 for the full tournament over Louis Oosthuizen. And then my other uh, tournament matchup that, that I'm going to release on the podcast tonight is going to be on Cameron Young. Uh, an up-and-comer who's playing in his first Masters. Uh, guy's been playing just lights out um, as he plays these events for the first time in his very brief professional career. But I think he's a name uh, to keep tabs on, to keep an eye on. I think he's going to win a major one of these days. He's certainly going to win a, a golf tournament before long. But I'm going to take, and already have taken, and will recommend as well that you take Cameron Young at that same price of minus 118 over Luke List. So Cameron Young, a full tournament matchup over Luke List at minus 118. And then again, Will Zalatoris, full tournament matchup at the same price of minus 118 over Louis Oosthuizen. Folks, it's been great to be with you again. Uh, if you don't watch golf, if you don't, uh, you know, a lot of people, I know golf is a sport that if you didn't grow up with, if you didn't play, if you didn't have access to the sport, um, you might not have an interest in it. But it's great theater. It's great competition. Uh, by watching, you know, the Masters, it might uh, get a, um, you know, create a urge to play the game, to take up the game, uh, to give it a try. Uh, it's, a, it's a great game. It's a game you can play your entire life. But in any event, you know, maybe give it a try. Maybe at least watch it on television if it's something you haven't really done or done often in the past. Those of you who watch it most years or every year, uh, it's probably one of your favorite sporting events of the year. Hopefully we'll have a great Masters, uh, a great finish, and a great betting event if you choose to wager responsibly on the event. 
appreciate you being uh, with me again. This again was episode 46 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. I'm signing off until next Tuesday. Again, have a great weekend, a great week. I'm Paul Stone. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions. 